Training. And this is Randy's number one Andy, a songwriter full of comedy, got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walk at a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer, say hold on, he's probably not here, out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, to the sock puppet nation, let the party begin. Haywood, Pop Pop, Petey, Romaine, top of the list, JL Chadwick, the black eye who tips, might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit, might be just trying to help you get a nice pink young bitch. You have an opinion, let's hear it, do it proper, the world may suck, but I like it, I want you. Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet if you're dropping our names. Now let's come together, there's nothing else to say, let's start the show, Randolph hit him with the Hey! 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 What's up with you? Happy Monday. Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Listen, we got a new guest sitting with us today. What? A new guest? Not really one of the sock puppet nation. Not yet. Just yet. Not really one of them. He's at, he's at guest status right now. We will see. Sock puppet wannabe. Has be, how we go with this. One day you will be a puppet. It's a possible. Puppet. It's, it's possible. I'm just waiting to see what name you introduce him by. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna go with what he said. Uh, put your hands together. Welcome to the stage, Mr. Uh, Mike Brown. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Mike Brown. <laughs> that was your sexy R&B voice, right? You there. have heard us. You have heard us reference old Mike B before. This is uh, Mike B. We tried to get him to use his middle name at one point. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, when we say when we say old Mike B. O O L apostrophe. Yes. Like that, Lil. Yeah, like Lil. That was kind of your stage name. Yeah. <laughs> And you've then, grown out of it. You got grown and sexy now. Yeah, well, he ain't stopped cheesing yet. <laughs> this, this, this is a big day for me. I feel like I moved up in the comedy world. I don't know about that. But yeah, um, calm down. <laughs> well, no, um, that's your own podcast. Yeah, I did for a little bit. The but, radio uh, radio show. You don't have that anymore. No, they um, they closed the studio down. Oh, um, like Diddy did on the what turned show. studio down? Yeah. What's wait? What's <laughs> what was the studio? Um, WLSRadio.com. Is the whole thing gone? Yeah, the host. Did what they the, sell off their equipment? Nah, nah. Oh, because I could have used some of that. Yeah, I, I took a couple of office chairs, but that's oh, about it. Oh, just swiped a mixer or something. Mixer board. <laughs> take the, that was the one thing we couldn't take. The bo- the one thing? <laughs> someone owns that. Yeah. Someone like, put their name on it? Yeah, they someone, like, you can't have the mixer spec on it. Or, there's or a, the computer. There's a picture with an old white dude <laughs> yeah. with his dick on the mixing board. <laughs> can't have this. Yeah. yeah. That belongs to Jerry, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, you've been... Uh, so your your show and it was you and Michelle uh, sometimes, right? Right, correct. Yeah, and it was um, called the He Said She Said podcast, and um, we still have it up on iTunes, and we may get together like in a uh, secret location and like record or whatever. But um, in a in a lab in a bunker. Yeah, <laughs> in but, a bunker in a bunker situation. Yeah, but I've been podcasting for like three years, giving up my Saturdays, and my wife and kids are yeah. tired of me leaving every Saturday yeah, morning. We know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. We know. Yeah. We've been doing this for seven. We know. <laughs> S- six. Six. Well, six. six and a half. We the, float around. We around our days, and we kind of settled in on Saturday. January of 2010 is when we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We used to do it on 
Tuesday nights Tuesday and then nights. Monday nights. Monday nights. <laughs> and then Sunday. Football got in the way of that, so we stopped doing <laughs> on Monday nights. Yeah, I remember uh, Sunday nights a couple times I had to record the Redskins game. Yeah. And then we started doing it on Sunday, or Monday nights, I mean, I had to record the Redskins game. Sunday we started doing it, and then, like, whatever year that was, football starts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I want to watch football. I don't want to podcast. And so <laughs> then we went to Saturdays, and we kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. On Saturdays, and so we pretty much ninety percent of the time, except today, yeah. which is Friday. It's a Friday. So, people listening on Monday, we're only going to do one episode this week. Today's today's episode because Randolph has a little yeah, vacation. I'm going away for a couple of days, and um, oh. I'll try not to let your pets die. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then uh, we don't have time to record two episodes, basically. Basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I could rally the troops and record one tomorrow with like all puppets. <laughs> I could get like you know I could call Haywood and uh, I don't know Petey, Petey, look, look, old look, Mike look, B, look, look at him grinning. <laughs> Depending on how this goes, yeah. we could do. Yeah. You know, see how this goes. I tell mean, I guess little, I could do that. But yeah, tell me a little about yourself, um, Mike. Uh, from North Virginia, seven five seven area. Um, been doing kind of about five years. Uh, started off as old might be, and honestly, it's still sticking around. That's your Twitter handle, right? Yeah, old, old might be seven five seven. Yeah, uh, it's same thing with Instagram, Snapchat. Um, I just can't get away from old might be, but I'm trying to. But yeah, people like saying it. We were talking about this before. <laughs> people enjoy saying old might be, and, and in fact, you haven't. This is maybe this is on you. I don't know if it's on you. You haven't branded yourself as Mike Brown. Yeah. So like, I went when someone when you do the draft house. Mm-hmm. And like if you like last week you dropped in, we put you on at the end. Mm. Like I'll tell the host, for example, hey, put uh put Mike on. They're like, who? Who? Uh, Mike, 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 Mike Brown. What? <laughs> Old Mike B. Oh, oh, he's here. Yeah. Yes. So then I'll just say, just say Mike B. Just take the yeah, whole off. Yeah. Like last week, I think Candace just did Mike B. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it just gets difficult. For, for, I just don't know. Honestly, yeah. I don't, I'm at a very strange point in my comedy career. <laughs> I don't know who I am, what I am anymore. I just... Going to be a whole lot of times like that. <laughs> I've been just confused. Be a whole lot of times. But like where that. did that name come from? Um, it started from... Uh, back when I was in high school, we used to, you know, what DC called Jonin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Norfolk, if we would get ready to, you know, fry somebody up. You'd be like, "Oh, Andy, sit your crazy looking." Like that, mm-hmm. that'd be that would let you know that you about to get joned or about to get fried up. Yeah, yeah. So we just continued on like that. So my friend just kept calling me "Old Might Be," "Old Might Be." So when I went to because uh, you were young and that's an insult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I took that name and I went to uh, uh, this place called All Stars Comedy Club. Oh, yeah, I remember that place. Yeah, with Dave Tellis. He was my original mentor. In, without the pizza place? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, The late I, Dave Tellis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I went there. He was like, what's your name? And I realized I was supposed to have in, in my, my... How did he pass? Alcohol. I don't, was no. it alcohol? I already had cancer, though. I mean, I saw him a few months before he died. He yeah. said he was... He's like, oh, man, I'm dying, man. Like, he was kind of joking, but not. <laughs> yeah, he had um, liver problems. Okay, yeah. It, yeah when, um, when I first met him, a uh, quick story... Uh, I took his comedy class. It was like $25 because I couldn't afford the improv. One. Yeah. And um, so I went and I took, I paid $25 and I went to his club. Yeah. And he was like, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, ah, I'll take a Coke. He was like, all right, that's great. I'm about to have me a hurricane. So he went and poured <laughs> this big 16 ounce glass full of vodka and then <laughs> dabbed it with, with orange juice just enough to change the color. Oh. It was like, let's go learn some comedy. I was like, okay. By the way, that Coke's 25 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> all that money's coming. <laughs> So, 
I, last week we talked about our first times on stage, and I mentioned my first time on stage ever. I bombed, mm-hmm. except for a couple comics in the corner, which encouraged me. And one of those comics was Dave Tullis. Ah. And I was like, I was like, man, I was terrible. And he comes up, hey, that was funny shit, man. I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. And you know, so I've known, I knew Dave Tullis for a long time. He was on Def Jam, one of the few white guys on Def Jam. Mm-hmm. I think he. I don't yeah. know if he was the first. He was now, up. He was one of. I think he would say he was the first. He might have been the first. Because his I don't know. his um his punchline was the little Caesar. Like it was like instead yeah. of pixie pixie was like pussy pussy pussy. pussy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his, that was his claim yeah. to fame. Yeah. Um, and so he was. He dates back a long way. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Then he started a comedy club, mm-hmm. Lestrani's. Yeah. I didn't know he had a class. Yeah. What did you learn in the class? Um, not to drink sixteen ounces of vodka. <laughs> Splash it with orange well, that's juice. That's a good. That's a good uh, thing to learn. That's a good lesson. Yeah, it's a pretty good lesson. But I stayed at his club for like a year and a half. Like I didn't go anywhere else. Like for a year and a half, I just yeah. stayed at his club. And yeah. I tell anybody that that asked me, like I learned how to really learn how to talk to tables and chairs. If I actually <laughs> learn how to talk to actual people, right? For a year and a half, right? <laughs> and then you uh, branched out. Yeah, I went to Tom Toms and met Haywood. Tom Toms. Yeah, I don't even remember that place. What was that? Yeah. What is Tom Toms? Out in Adams Morgan. It's something else now, but okay. um, it was when um, Haywood had Blackstone Hour of Power on his um, on Blog Talk. Okay, and I met Haywood on that. So I went to Tom Toms and caught up with him. And uh, I never met him before, except for the one time at All Stars. And I went up and and I realized that my year and a half of comedy, where I was killing at All Stars, was not conducive with right. Tom Toms. Right. <laughs> Tom Toms. I bet they had like people in the chairs. Yeah, they actually had people. Yeah. They had a bartender. Um, people was actually buying drinks. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually open for business. They had a business license. Yeah. yeah everything. Everything was yeah. going their way. They were not a front for some other nefarious operation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, damn, dog, you are dark in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> where, we should explain where Randolph's house and the AC just got fixed, yeah. so it's still hot as shit in here. That, there's yeah. a fan running, if you're wondering so if there's noise So we have the lights the out. Oh, wait, that's a video. And so yeah. Randolph's trying to take his customary My podcast picture. picture. <laughs> the dark-ass Mike B. I had the, light, had the light down. <laughs> Did you lighten them up? Did you have to put, did you have to put the... Uh, the filter on to light. No, them up. I don't think I have to put the filter on. But now I'm <laughs> fucking I'm light as shit now. With this light above my head. And I gotta bring the light down. All right, so we should have. Yeah, we should have. <laughs> should have tested the lighting before we started. There recording. we go. <laughs> this this reminds me of the he said she said podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like we should we should do. How'd you guys not make it? <laughs> we um yeah man, it shut the studio down. It, it was. I just got a random text. You do realize you could sit at someone's kitchen table and do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, that, that can be done. <laughs> That's happening right now. I'm just, yeah. I'm just tired. <laughs> oh, so okay. okay. That was yeah. the excuse. Yeah, it's not, it's yeah. excuse you use. Yeah, because you know what it is. It's like, uh, it's like a lot of things. It's like you know, if you move, if you're moving into a new house. Yeah. Like the philosophy is always stay in motion, because <laughs> the minute you stop. Mm-hmm. You're just not going to do. You're not going to pick anything else up anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. that's how. That's the grind. That's the hashtag grind. Hashtag grinding. <laughs> the moment you stop, you're like, I kind of like these Saturdays that are free now. Oh yeah, yeah. This is my first. This is my. This actually going to be my first Saturday, and I and I and I can't wait. And my wife was like, What are, what are we going to do? Oh, she wants to fill up your day. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to sleep a little bit. So she still doesn't get to hang out with you. Yeah, maybe till eight o'clock. Yeah, which is normal. Eight o'clock in the morning. Night. 
<laughs> sleep all day? Yeah, I'm going to give me some sleep. All right, well. That ain't going to work, but that's pretty not, soon. That's, uh, not, that's not hashtag grinding, though. Pretty soon <laughs> there will be uh, no wife to uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so upset. That's all. It's not hashtag grinding. You know how much she's going to get done by 8 o'clock? Yeah. She's going to just look at you. She's going to do all kinds of shit by 8 o'clock. Well, I got the kind of wife that likes to wake up at like 5 in the morning on yeah. her off days yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and attack the Costco. Right, <laughs> right. And I'm just not a Costco person. Well, you know, you're grinding, so you need a, you need to sleep. <laughs> you gotta sleep. You gotta sleep. Get that grind. Point. That hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag promote might be. <laughs> yeah, promote might be. That is your hashtag. Oh, might be seven five seven. Yeah. <laughs> OMB. Oh yeah. Well, good man. All right. What's your background before that? Oh, Military. Oh yeah. But before that, I was in the United States Army nine years. I did uh, one tour in Iraq. All right. And um. Did that came back? Not Chirac. Yeah, Iraq. Iraq, Baghdad. It's funny because. Yeah, but fr- what do you think about black on black crime? <laughs> you were in Iraq, but how long were you there? A year? I was there for um. Actually, no, I was um eighteen months. Okay, eighteen months. Um, what's your Instagram? Uh, old Mike B. So, so. <laughs> of course, I did. Oh, yeah. Mike B. He's not. You got to rebrand, man. I can't. I can't. Because <laughs> yeah, you look up Mike Brown, it's too. the it's the wrong Mike Brown. Put a little in front of it. Little old Mike B. <laughs> Just old put Mike all that B. shit around there. But um, yeah. So I did when I went to Iraq. Um, the first six months we was in the green zone. Okay. And in the green zone, that's where it's it's like the equivalent of like downtown DC, where they're quartering off like the capital. Yeah. Were you like in the palace? Yeah. One of Saddam's palaces. I actually um we was in. The, the bath party house and where the house was where um where my room was at at night they will helicopter in saddam hussein for his trial mm-hmm. yeah. and bring him into this little judges area which i actually took a picture of which is on my space if my page is still up <laughs> oh, oh, still my there. oh my being yeah <laughs> so like i actually sat inside one inside one not the briefings where he was there but I actually sat where he was sitting at where yeah he was having his trial at and um the day that they uh, inaugurate the first president of Iraq. Right. Um, we was the we was part of the, the security detail to okay. get him from his house to the new presidential house. Okay. When they when they got rid of Maliki. So, did you see action though? Did you were you like did you ever fire your gun? Oh yeah. Well, that was I was telling you the first peaceful part. The oh. first six months of Iraq. <laughs> the next six was called Fallujah. And oh shit! <laughs> yeah, then I went to Fallujah, and it was funny because we was an all black unit. Not to make this a race thing, but it why? Was. How did that? Happen? How does that even happen? Well, it was mixed from North of Virginia, Richmond, Petersburg. <laughs> did you that's uh, a, look? If it's an all black unit at this at this stage, that's a plan on somebody's part. Come yeah, on, yeah. Because did anyone ever yell, "Give him hell, fifty fourth"? Yeah. <laughs> As you ran into <laughs> give him hell, fifty fourth. You go die. And that was like the pivotal of glory. That was the the yeah. peak of that movie. One of my guys like. That's, you go die. That's when you knew they had won. <laughs> Give them hell, 54. Give them hell, 54. I'm going home with my family. Since you respect me now. We respect you now. Racism's over. They're going to die. That's why it's over, because they all going to be dead. They yell at you? Yell at you? Give them hell, 54. <laughs> you go get on the front line, 54. We believe in equality. Oh, oh third platoon. Third platoon was all black. <laughs> that's that's a plan, man. It Come was planned, man. Because uh, it was funny. Third platoon was all black. It was all black. Okay. Th- well, no. I'll tell you, third squad. It was, we was third platoon. I was part of third squad. And the way that my platoon sergeant had it set up at first, it was, you know, I was in first squad and who my team lead, my squad leader was, he was like in second squad. Right. So basically you had like minorities sprinkled all amongst ourselves. Was everybody from that area? Because that's yeah. a pretty black area. Yeah. Nas- I was a National Guard. The Tidewater area of Virginia. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I actually, um, fun for fact, I volunteered to go to Iraq. Oh, did you? Yeah, I didn't just sit. Well, the reason why is because I was broke. I was gonna say, what were you running yeah, from? More money. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was Costco like, bills. Yeah, it was from that check. Running to that check. <laughs> it was like either file bankruptcy or go to Iraq. Yeah, yeah. And I chose Iraq. Well, you could if you would have filed for bankruptcy. What year was this? Uh, 2005. Oh, your credit would have been fine by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you could have. Yeah, you could have not gone. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I came back with about what 15 G's. I came back because you got like hazard pay and all that. Oh yeah, I yeah. made about 2,500 dollars uh, every two weeks. Oh, when you were in the Fallujah. Oh no, that was just uh, that was in the green zone. Yeah, the green zone. Did you get a Did you get an increase you get when a you bump were in Fallujah? Fallujah? No, every, the, well, the whole country is a combat zone. You get oh, hazard pay okay. no matter where you at. Oh, they don't do the extra like Mm-mm. based on where. You, okay. No, the only in the Air Force where on our living conditions yeah. were too poor for their standard, so they got an extra four hundred dollars a check really? to live to live in the bath party house so with you us. You get five hundred dollars, five thousand dollars a month, then basically. Yeah, they, they were living in like a palace, and it wasn't good enough. You no, know, because because the, the palace was bombed out. There was okay. a hole. Like you, like the, the hole where the bomb went through. Yeah, yeah. You could literally see outside through that hole. Like they never, they didn't patch it up. They didn't fix the hole. Well, that's fucked up because you know <laughs> that hole was caused by the air force. Yeah, yeah, and they can't live there. They put a hole there, <laughs> and then everyone's living there's like, I can't live around a hole. Yeah. I get four hundred more a month. It's windy man. They created their own race. Sand that's very, that's very good of the air force to do that. They should do that everywhere. Just bomb out wherever they're staying. Put a hole like, in it. Hey, where are we gonna be staying? All right, before we get there, go bomb that shit out. We need some extra money. Yeah, we were all have running from bankruptcy <laughs> yeah. that's what the military is. so what you, you just put all your money in the bank I mean I guess you oh, have yeah. the direct deposit cause yeah, you yeah. had nothing to spend it on yeah we had direct deposit well I had direct deposit and then you could only uh, you was only legally allowed to carry $300 on, you, on your person Oh, so you only get robbed. Yeah, so you can only withdraw like three hundred dollars from. Why is that? Keep away from the Baghdadi prostitutes or something. Yeah, Yeah. which is amazing because I never was gonna leave that leave the green zone anyway. It wasn't like you could just walk out and be like, I'm walking free. There could be Brazilian cab drivers around. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Take you, jack your shit, jack you. You know, (laughs) (laughs) too black. (laughs) That's true. They would never believe me. I got robbed. They would never believe me. So where do you get? You didn't. They didn't have ATMs though. No, they they didn't have ATMs. We had um, our own financial banks through okay. through the army. So we had we call them finance, but they were just really bankers through the army. Right. And you know you'll sign the slip saying I want two hundred fifty dollars, which is funny because my roommate actually ended up overdrafting. <laughs> Overdraft because he was because you only supposed see to that's what you give me an all black unit because right he fi- all black unit I bet you all white units didn't do no shit like that. Nope. Air Force he, from didn't Iowa overdraft. he finagled his he finagled the system he was like okay if I go I can go to this fob and get three hundred fifty dollars oh and then I could go into my fob and get three hundred fifty dollars and then go over here and get a, like he was literally traveling to different fobs because the fobs didn't communicate to yeah each other. until the end okay until the end where all the slips came well, what's together. he need a thousand dollars for I don't know what's he doing what's he doing I don't know. He he. I caught him masturbating one time. That's another funny story. With money? With money? Was like <laughs> nah, it was, it, laying I, on the bed, just rubbing <laughs> on his body. <laughs> nah, I was walking through the door. Did you get extra hazard pay? For I should have. Yeah, no shit. Because he had his. He, it, it, when I walked in, he had the lotion bottle like right there his ankle. Oh, because okay. I just came back from chow. Yeah. I walked through the door. And um and I just saw his hand go up and down like this, and I'm looking. And he's like, "I'm eating too. Get out of here!" <laughs> I'm like, "What are you doing, man?" <laughs> I don't know why that's what he was doing. Cause Get was my so medicine. Shit. Get out of here. Now, was there? Did he have like a video playing or just his imagination? I don't like when I walked in. All I saw was like the pants, the everything buckled around his boots, oh. the lotion, and his hand in his. Oh, back. so he went all out. He went like the Chris Rock bit, like pants all the way down. Yeah, he went full. He, lotion out. Forgot to lock the door. Yeah, he thought you would be a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, he didn't anticipate me walking walk back in. Yeah, and he yeah. didn't shower either. I had the worst roommate ever. So what happened? Did he like zip up real quick? Was he embarrassed? But he, no, he sat there. It was like 
This she is, stared this, at you. This is happening. You, <laughs> you can either stay with me and watch it, watch me finish this, or you can leave. <laughs> That's the look he gave. <laughs> hey man, the battle never ends. You're always in battle. Join man. me. <laughs> you can, you, hey, I don't know what you're gonna do, but you gotta do it. <laughs> well, what you get for jerking off in a place that has holes in the wall? Holes in the wall. You can't. There's no privacy. Yeah, he just. It was nasty. <laughs> so you, but you got to fire your gun. Yes. Um. It's funny. Um. Went, I left there and I ended up going to Baghdad. And I'm not Baghdad, uh, Fallujah. Right. And what happened was, we, um, it was called QRF. And QRF is Quick Reactionary Forces. Mm. And so, whenever something would happen, like in Iraq, they would call QRF to go. And we were supposed to be like the fire, like the equivalent of like the police or like the firemen, you know, rush to the scene yeah, and yeah. cordon off, do all that stuff. Yeah. Well, they called us Third Squad, which was all black. So right. we ready for some action. Of course. <laughs> well, black I, people do this. So I felt like a Power Ranger. And we was like, let's go. We mounted up, got the truck, <laughs> put my helmet on, everybody right. in the car. We zoomed off. And as we zoom in. Were you like a Hummer or something? Yeah. yeah. I was a gunner. So I was right. I was the person on the 50, holding the 50 cal. Oh, so you were up top. Up top. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and so, you know, we're driving to the location. And um, um, we was authorized. If any traffic, we can literally shoot our gun as a gunner to help move. Traffic. Like a warning shot, like over the head of traffic. Yeah, you can say that. Or <laughs> in the direction of, in, in the, the general direction of. Whatever. So if you. <laughs> so, all right. We're going to be divulging secrets in a second. You come up on like a traffic jam in front of you. If because you that's, that's hazardous. Because if you don't move, we hit you. Because someone could be blocking traffic specifically yeah. to, to set you up. Yeah. yeah. So we don't stop. So you don't stop. So yeah. if someone's in front of you. You and you know they're coming because you're on the road. They're ahead of you on the road. Yep. You're allowed to now. If you shoot them and they die, they can't move their car now. <laughs> no, right? we don't. We don't shoot in the car. Okay. We just we kind of shoot in the general direction. Yeah, it's like hey, if I do like because you, you, it's sort of like when you that's see like your the, horn. Yeah, it's like hey, move, hey, yeah. horn is move, pop, pop, pop. Yeah, everybody moves all of a sudden. Everybody knows where the gas pedal is at. Right. And, yeah, and I've it, seen boys <laughs> in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that scene in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, yeah. Everyone cars, just jumps the in their car, car. <laughs> jump up on the hydraulics, and they speed <laughs> off. Speed off. <laughs> so um, we're doing that. We go down the alley, and yeah. there's like a crowd of people, like off to the side. We zoom past, and there's like this little boy on his bread truck, and he's like putting boxes and stuff, whatever. So my driver, one every truck went through, through, through. This guy clips the truck. The bread truck? The bread truck. Okay. The little boy falls off the truck. And all the bread falls on top of the little boy. Oh. So, so the community comes out. <laughs> and they're looking at me, right? And, and they're looking at me. And I'm what by myself. What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Fire the gun to disperse them. <laughs> I was like, I look, pop, 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 get out of here. I told my yeah, girl, yeah. I, I was by myself. I was like, oh, everybody else is already gone. I'm like, hey, I don't know what you're gonna do, but I need you to move like right now because they, yeah. they like they just get ready to get the pitchforks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or the AK-47s because that was very plentiful. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> a, 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 all the bread and AK forty seven fell off the truck. Just yeah, piles of that shit. <laughs> so it got a little scary, but that was only one of the few times. That in the time where um, we did a um, uh, a bomb stop because we thought there was a bomb ahead of us. Yeah, and we called the Marines, and the Marines showed up, and they don't ask any questions. They just started shooting. Oh really? Yeah. So they like they pull up beside you. They stop, put the car in park, and they shoot, and then they get back in the car and they sit and wait. <laughs> oh, they just shoot at whatever's up ahead that you think might be a bomb. They stop wherever they at. They yeah. stop. Yeah. They shoot. They all get out. They shoot. They're like, all right. They stop. shoot at nothing in particular. It doesn't matter. Okay. And whatever's they, ahead of them. Yeah, and they get back in the car and they just wait. They just wait for the bomb to go off or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever's about to pop off yeah. is like they almost instigate the fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Y'all want some of this? That's what it sounds like. We here. 
And so at some point they deem it okay and yeah. you're allowed to move. Yeah, because in Fallujah, there's no, there's no, like, in the, it, that wouldn't have flown in the green zone because there's yeah. media, there's politicians and stuff like that. <laughs> and the green, in, Rules. In, in, yeah, and Fallujah is like they could have been in Southeast or yeah, like yeah. being somewhere else. Like, it doesn't It's really like matter. a Wild West. Yeah. yeah. It, whatever you got to do to survive. Because that's what really well the poor people at is like around Fallujah and yeah. those other places where you really see like mud homes with these big satellites on top of right. the house. For what TV reception? Yes, <laughs> they, they still want their their fucking they still football want their game. MTV <laughs> yeah. soccer. The MTV raps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they got TV from like thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like this Kwame guy. Yeah, they got the um, NASA satellites. So how long did you stay there? Just a year? Yeah, just a year. It's um, it's basically four months of training. Um, yeah. you do a year, and then it's like four months of deprogramming. Oh, so you not so you don't go out in the world crazy? Yeah, because yeah. the, the first the first the first thing they taught us was if your wife makes you mad, don't hit her. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good plan. That's the first thing they taught us. They're like, your wife is going to make you mad. Don't hit her. Your kids are going to make you mad. Don't hit her. Mm. Who is single? Everybody raised the ones that were saying raise their hand. They're like, wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs> that's their decompression. That's their decompression. Yep. Who has, four, months, four months of that. Four months of. Who? All right. Who has a dog? Okay. <laughs> Don't shoot it. Record yourself coming home because that'll get like the million hits. Yeah. Monetize the video. You make a couple grand. Yeah. It, it was, it, it, the training really was really as extensive as the original training to shoot an Iraqi. Right. Yeah. It wasn't as extensive. It was just like if you get bad. Go to VA. That's it? That's it. Here's a pamphlet. <laughs> get the hell out of my office. Jeez. And they fire shots over your head. <laughs> ka, ka, ka. give you pamphlets. Read over this literature. Like, I ain't got time, but I'm ready to go home. Disperse. <laughs> pa, pa, pa. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Get on out of here. Yeah. But yeah, this is actually the funniest time I had um, ever was in Iraq. Because I had to deal with nothing else, so just yeah, stay stay alive. It's kind of a vacation yeah, mentality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Now, did you get uh, did you get yoked up? Were you only hitting the weights every day? Um, you know, it's funny because I was we lived on the second floor, and yeah. I was the gunner. I was carrying the fifty cal, so the fifty cal by itself is like fifty pounds. So that's a workout. Yeah, carrying that upstairs plus having the the, the, uh, the bulletproof vest was yeah. like maybe like another seventy pounds. Shit. And then I had a two eight. Um, I had a M two four nine. A two four nine, which is like a, a saw, right? Uh, I had to carry that, so that's like a thirty five. So I'm carrying all this plus ammunition and stuff like that, right? So yeah, that was, that was my workout. Just like two flights of steps, you're like, well, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like good. A thousand I'm wa- calories burned. Walking up, walking down in the hot sun. Yeah, like, I was in the sauna. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I've seen like Vietnam movies, and uh, they all have like a wacky slogan on their helmet that mm-hmm. they wrote themselves. Yeah. Did you Did you have that? Did you have something cool? My nickname was Doodoo Brown. No, was it really? Yeah. Really? Your yeah, nickname was, was Doodoo Brown? Yeah. Like, if you if you see any of my friends from um, MP, um, 654 MP Company right. comment on any of my pictures, they always call me Doodoo. Doodoo Brown. Yeah. They How, where'd that come from? The I, song? Yeah. And I started dancing one time and, and during the, um, doing <laughs> one of our training sessions because I was always hyper. Right. For some reason. So I would just start dancing. They're like, go Doodoo. Go Doodoo. Oh, was, oh, was, was that the those. song that was on when you were dancing? No, I would just dance and they would just call me Doodoo. Oh, they, <laughs> they could have called you Macarena. They could have called me anything, but they, they, Doodoo stuck with them. <laughs> Doodoo Brown. <laughs> just stuck with them. But I was like, all right, whatever. Like, who am I to tell an E6 not to call me Doodoo? Right. Yeah. <laughs> guys, it's old. It's old Mike B, it's guys. Old. Guys, get off. We're going to go with Lil? No. <laughs> Lil okay. old Doodoo Mike B. Brown. Doodoo Mike Brown. Yeah. Doodoo. Doodoo. 
One nine hundred nine seven six. Doo doo. Was that written on your helmet? One nine hundred nine seven six. Doo doo. Yeah. Doo doo. Nah, I didn't have nothing written on my helmet though. Oh, all right. I'm just dude. Just, just did a you nickname. keep like the pack of cigarettes on the side in the helmet? Oh, no, I had a um, I had the uh, what they call the firing pin. I had that on the side. Okay. I had the firing pin on the side. And, and I had my sunglasses, and that was about it. You know, like Born to Kill or some yeah, skull yeah. or something. I, I wasn't yeah, that gun ho. Yeah. I wasn't that gun ho. Third squad, we was just. Trying I'm just to here it. for the money. Yeah, third squad. Like we had, like I said, like our squad. I said it wrong. Our squad was basically all minorities. Like we had the Puerto Rican, we had the yeah, Jewish yeah. guy, and yeah. all the blacks. And yeah. right. See, that's a plan. Somebody, somebody planned that shit. Yeah, my my tomb sergeant. Yeah, <laughs> racist ass. But um, and, and um. So everybody else in the squad, which was funny because we ended up getting the um, combat action badge because of that. Right. And we was we was the only squad who was not trying to get that badge. Yeah. Like everybody else was like, we're <laughs> going to go down this this road here because we heard they're shooting for no reason. Yeah. To get the combat action badge. And they would never get it. It's like Pokemon Go or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody's trying to get Pikachu. Trying to so, level up. Yeah. yeah. But we would just, we would just on, minding our business. We was on QRF, minding our business, playing Monopoly. Right. And then we get a phone call. I was going to say space. <laughs> So that's cool. That's fine. <laughs> a little bit of that too. <laughs> and next thing you know, we get a combat action badge for it. And like, I didn't want this. So, what, do you have it still? This is on display in your house. Oh yeah, everything I ever got from yeah. the army, from my archives, my army achievement medals. I got a combat action badge. Yeah, oh, that, that's that's hanging up. Okay. So yeah. yeah, now you're happy you got it though. Yeah, and it helped me get you know get my thirty percent disability. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I needed that a disability. Did you get shot or something? Well, no. You know, I'm a little cuckoo. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah little, did you, you wanted to hit somebody at some point? <laughs> yeah, my wife. <laughs> well, that's understandable. Well, you didn't listen to the detox training? <laughs> it was full. It was only four minutes of that. Of uh, four months. <laughs> that <laughs> that's <didn't> hilarious. <laughs> that's how they decompress you from eighteen months deployment. Is like, guys, uh, yeah. look, lunch is coming up. I gotta, I gotta hurry up here. Uh, don't hit your wife. Don't hit your kids. Yeah. Questions? Here's Questions? a pamphlet. No, here's a pamphlet. <laughs> here's a pamphlet. Read the pamphlet. Wow. So you, did it. you go to VA? Yeah, I went to VA. And uh, what's yeah. funny, I, I I just now finally start receiving compensation. Years later. Years later, because I, I've applied and been rejected. You know, they was like, you well, know. Well, they were like, well, you didn't actually hit her, so. Yeah. You know, so like, <laughs> we're not going to give you no money. We're not convinced you're crazy enough. We're not convinced that, you know, your back really hurts. Like, even though you got all these medical documents and everything, oh. like, they kept rejecting me. It was one, it was one like point. an insurance company. Yeah. It was at one point where I'm like, I have a combat action badge. I have all these letters saying this. I just been to, I've been to a psychiatrist once or twice. Like, here you go. They're like. Yeah. Uh well you you didn't see her enough times for us to qualify you for PTSD. Mm-hmm. Which is, so which is like that's messed up for everyone because now you got to go back. Yeah, she the psychologist has to like you know do more work. Yeah, you know just to which is you, a rip off. Yeah, because they don't they don't really solve anything. They just listen to you. Do, do they just they go, <laughs> just listen to you? Is it just like an hour of don't hear your wife? Yeah, it's it's like like I'm just talking to you and they're like oh what this was a great talk. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, all right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> like, so, it's, it's, so you mean it's not like Antoine Fisher, where they don't you say have that. you have the kindly, the kindly stern but fatherly Denzel Washington character to sit down across from you. And <laughs> she just give you the lessons, Listen, and, when, yeah, and then when you go to prison, he comes to the prison <laughs> to talk to you and he hugs you, and that doesn't happen. I sat there. You mean it's not like that? I talked, and she sat there with a notepad and was writing stuff, and I was like, "Can you tell me what you're writing in that notepad?" <laughs> she was, was like, "No." She was playing Sudoku. <laughs> <laughs> She was playing Sudoku. She was drawing, drawing circles. <laughs> like, I can't solve a problem. Like this. this brother is crazy. She's <laughs> about done with this fool. Like, is that a paintbrush again? <laughs> what are you writing on with a paintbrush? 
I'm hurting here. <laughs> doing calligraphy over here. You, she you just, just keep talking. Tosses you a pamphlet. <laughs> Go ahead and read that. I'll yeah. be back. My only issue that when I came back, I was joking about hit my wife. But the only, thing, only issue I had was just like fireworks. Yeah. Fireworks and like waking up in the morning. Like I had nightmares. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like they were like vivid. I remember the first year I came back from um, Iraq and it was like around New, uh, not New Year, excuse me. Fourth of July. Yeah. Oh yeah. And me and my wife was in you know, my she was my girlfriend, fiance at the time. We in the bed sleep and the fireworks go off. Yeah. I roll off the bed, throw her off the bed with me. I get on top of her. Like I'm trying to protect her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and You're I'm like, I'm gonna get so many medals for this. Yeah, yeah. And she's like she's like, listen, I don't wanna do this right now. Why are you we can't do this in the bed? Why are we on the floor? I'm in a I'm in a firing position while looking out the window, but I don't have a gun. With so no I'm, gun. Yeah. But I'm just like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking like Michael Max. So when did you yeah. how long did it take to snap out of that? Like a couple minutes or Well when she woke up finally yeah. from a daze, it was like, What are you doing? And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Take pants off. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, that, it's that new foreplay. I don't know. It, it, it was weird because like, did you did find it, yourself making a lot of excuses <laughs> for it? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, like I you to, don't want to appear like you have PTSD, but you you kind of know you suffer from PTSD, so you start making excuses for it. Yeah, I tried to. Um, I tried everything to try to mask it. You know, like yeah. um, heroin. No, we're not here on. <laughs> I, I, I didn't try any drugs and I didn't try like alcohol, which probably would have made me. I probably would have got my, my claim a lot quicker had I. Yeah, had yeah. I, I did, yeah, because yeah, they look for that, I guess. Like, yeah. that's like a trigger. Well, he's on it. He's on that shit. I did uh, smoke cigarettes heavily, but um, I actually ran to comedy because of it. Oh, okay. So that's just you threw yourself into that. Yeah, I just kind of like, you know, I just Dude, put. I tri- something burning? Just something. Do we smell it? I don't know. Mm. I don't think so. We got a fan over here, though. So, yeah, something burns. Place gonna burn down. Now I do. <laughs> Protect us, Mike B. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I, I, I shoot. <laughs> you just start shooting. <laughs> start shooting the, the blaze. <laughs> Y'all keep talking. Oh. <laughs> smell like a like something's burning or like someone's cooking. I don't know. Because I don't smell anything over here. Yeah, but um, yeah. So. I, I, they kind of like dove into comedy to try to like yeah. mask some of it, and then there was times where I just um, it would be certain hot spots because I, I I'm more emotionally hurt, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's hard for me to like attach to people. Yeah, like, and that, like even when we go to like to the draft house, you know how like I I, I get there, you know if if I don't know you. I don't really say much. Right, right. Yeah, I'm yeah. like in a corner and I'm just like, hmm. Doing your own thing, yeah. Yeah, but like, I'm like, but I'm thinking about stuff and I'm like, yeah. What does the hamster, is there a hamster? <laughs> well, were you quiet like that? Because I'm like that naturally. Like, my personality is like, I don't, I'm the last person to get to know a new comic. Yeah. Because I don't really talk to you until you start talking to me and then I'll, I'm fine. But mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't initiate. Were you like that before? No. Or were you more outgoing? I was more outgoing then. I was, okay. I was a lot more. Like playful, very yeah. goofy. Like yeah. I talk to anybody. Yeah. But then after, um, after Iraq, whatever, I, I never really got comfortable in crowds. Even now. Yeah. Like I'll walk in, like because I, I go to draft house, I know where all the exes are at. Yeah. And I'm yeah, cool yeah. with that. Yeah. But you stand in the back. Yeah. <laughs> with your back to the wall, so there's no one behind you. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. all of that. Yeah. You know, like even like at Sally's, like I know all the exes are at. Yeah. You know, but when I go to like new place, that's why I only go to certain places. Yeah. For comedy, unless you book me. Somebody's barbecue outside. I can't really function in like crowded people. Right. I gotta get I gotta get to an area where it's not so crowded and I know you. You know. Um have you like is it like bad enough where you would 
you would think I got to move the country at some point. Like, is it like just tra- traffic and the normal day to day DC crowds? Is that can you handle that all right? Or yeah, I can handle that. Yeah, um, that it took me a while to get over that. Yeah, um, because everything looked like a bomb to me or uh, an IED. Yeah, because it, uh, the Iraqis were smart. They didn't need to make you know they didn't need a billion dollar budget to make a missile. All they needed was a Taco Bell box and yeah, a garage yeah. opener, and then boom, yeah. that's a bomb. Yeah, you know. And when they gave us our training as gunners, they were like, "These were bombs we made off," and they was put, basically they just threw a trash can and emptied yeah. it on the floors. Like all these could be bombs right now. <laughs> yeah, be yeah, aware of yeah. all of this backpacks and shit like whatever. Yeah, so you, yeah. it took me about two months to get used to drinking a Coca Cola can, drink yeah. out a Coca Cola can <laughs> because everything yeah. looked like a bomb when I came home. Yeah, so um. That took me a couple of months to get over, and then now it's just the uh, just the comfort of being in a in a building. Yeah, that's just the only part. But yeah, and people. Cause there was a guy. I was at um, Beer Baron last night. There was a guy first time on stage. The, uh, the, the no legs dude. Yeah, double amputee. Did he get up? And he yeah, he, he went up second to last. Okay, um, he was wearing shorts. So and you could yeah. see like he. I don't know how long he's been back, but he, he stepped. He said he on stage. He stepped on a landmine in Afghanistan mm-hmm. and lost both of his legs. Got a huge applause break um, when he came well, on. Well, he had a lot of people yeah. there. So, yeah, I mean, he got applause, but and he had a couple, like, good jokes, too. A mm-hmm. um, couple jokes that probably work better with soldiers, uh, but a, a couple other, like, just, you know, funny joke. Mm-hmm. But he was on stage. I was talking to Madi about this. He was on stage, and, you know, like, the prosthetics now, they're fucking, you're a bionic man and shit. Yeah, like, they, yeah. You know, they bend at the knee, like, somehow. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, that's some, that's some nice looking, and I realized, like, as a straight man the only time <laughs> only with amputees can you compliment another man's legs like yeah. i could walk up to that dude and be like those are nice like, how'd you get those i could never walk up to you and be like where'd you get those how'd you get those legs man like we're doing it in the gym all the time yeah i did the reggie one time right, look at those hams look at those calves <laughs> big calves yeah you're doing it in the gym a lot like thanks you see a, i was you in the war dude, see a dude getting, his, getting it in you be like hey, your quads are on sizzle man yeah. <laughs> that shit and then he covers up and takes a shower for 45 think, um, minutes philippe told me one time he was he was working out pd he told pd look you need to give you look look your core strength is weak because your ass is not juicy. You need to get your ass as juicy as Randolph. The way Philippe talks is more like, you need to get your ass yeah, yeah, exactly. as juicy as Randolph. It's very matter of fact. Yeah. You might think he's he's checking you out, which yeah. he is. I mean, you're asking your trainer to check you out. Oh, every every fucking minute. Yeah, I like, spent all day looking at looking at people's decrepit asses. Yeah, look me up and down. <laughs> trying to figure out how to get them into shape. Tell me what to do all with this. All day I'm doing this. Hey, you I'm see this? looking at people's asses. You see this ass I got? What can I do with this? The thing this? is about tightening the butt on the up. So I'm looking at asses all day. Every right. exercise, I'm like... If you're standing, I'm looking at your ass. Right. <laughs> at some and, point. and you don't want to look at all those asses. No. They're not all desirable. I don't look at most of them, to yeah. be plain truth. A few of them are nice, though. <laughs> I don't look at most of them. A few of them are like prosthetic asses. Yeah, the ones that are really nice, they don't they, they ain't got no training. They, they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get a better ass? I got a couple. Keep like that. I got a couple. Mainly, it's like, oh, there's my handiwork right there. That's how you... Right. <laughs> That's well, that's the thing. Like, if you're a photographer, you have a portfolio. You have pictures yeah. of things you photographed. Yeah. yeah. Could you, as a trainer, have just pictures of asses you've shaped? Yeah. 
Like a booklet of pictures? Yeah, yeah. I have before and afters on my phone right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Look at this ass I created. I got before and afters. Yeah, I call it my handiwork. This is my handiwork right here. Uh, this one was 20 <laughs> minutes a day. Yeah. <laughs> this handiwork. Right. Handcrafted. Uh, I did this shit right here. 20 minutes a day ass uh, with uh, five days a week, two two days off. This is my handiwork right here. Five on, two off, and a cheat day. <laughs> this is what you get. Yeah. Uh, the cheat day. <laughs> this is well. my two day a week ass. <laughs> John is nice. Jesse Rebus put a thing up the other day. Uh, how do I gain eight pounds? Eight gain gain ten pounds in three weeks. Go to Popeyes. I said, man. <laughs> I, said, I assume you want to you want to gain lean weight. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. In three weeks yeah. though, it's not can't happen. Man, my, gain eight pounds muscle. I just told him just go yes, to sleep. Yes, he wants to gain ten pounds in three weeks. <laughs> eat and go directly to sleep. You have to eat about four thousand yeah. calories a day of of of. A lot of protein. You got to get all lean, your energy. Yeah. You got to all. You got to cut out all carbs. You got to get all your energy from your vitamin, all your carbohydrates from vitamins, or from uh, vegetables. Bam. You got to make sure you sleep about eight, ten hours a day. You'd have to uh, train twice a day. Uh, you'd have to do just big, you big lifts. Quit your job. Yeah, you <laughs> could, it couldn't be done. Get a fifty. Dominique, Dominique came in on a thing too, and he was like, "I don't think this can even be." Yeah. I don't think because Dominique's a trainer also. He's like, "I don't think this can be done." What? Oh, Dominic, Dominic Rivera. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, "I don't, I don't think this can be done." Because I was uh, giving, I, I said, "I would try this, but I don't yeah. think." And Dominic, Dom was like, "Yeah, everything ran off something you do. Try, but good luck." <laughs> Is he? Uh, does he have a fight coming up or something? That's what I'm like. What are you doing, dog? <laughs> trying to make weight. <laughs> you know, you're a wrestler. A professional Maybe that's wrestler. What it is. Yeah, he's, he's trying to look big like for a show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does he wrestle? Wrestle? Does he? Uh, he does, I think he does like the um, the WWE type wrestler. Okay. And because uh, he had on he had on his um, he had, took a picture where he looked like a little midget um, okay. as a wrestler. He was like a Ken Shamrock. Yeah, but yeah, Kid yeah. Sherrock was like in Honey You Shrunk. I shrunk the kids yeah. the machine. He got shrunk down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it didn't tan. He's a yeah. muscular guy though. Yeah, yeah. Like he's stock. He's a stocky guy. He's like he's not not as tall. But ten pounds, dude. Ten pounds is a lot. Ten pounds of lean muscle. That's three pounds a week. Okay. So what's what? his? Uh, do we know what his wrestling gimmick is? The uh, Badland comic. Is he, what's uh, his, uh, what's uh, his immigrant? Oh, no, no, hold on. <laughs> you guys find out. It's got to be on Facebook. The Badland comic. You know he should he should forget about putting on the muscle and just go with Uncle Jesse. <laughs> For full house? <laughs> no, the older one. The older one. Dukes yeah, of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. Uncle Jesse. They had, Revis. They had a. Uh, uh, remember the what's it the? Who were the hillbilly dudes? You, you just were not hillbilly Jim. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was like two, three of them. Yeah, because it was his. Like the other was it was hillbilly Jim and then the other guys. Yeah. Hillbilly Jim wore overalls and he had a mm. beard. This is before hipsters. Like he yeah. was just that dude. Yeah, he, he he's a trailblazer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He set he set trends, mm. and um, and then yeah, because I remember that, that was back when I was a child and I watched mm. wrestling because mm. it's for children, everyone. And hey, um, hey, man, come on, man! <laughs> I was just dead the other day. And I'm about to watch SummerSlam. Oh, this Sunday. You? This Sunday. They were Sunday. in town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> I got, a, I got a due date shirt. You got, was this like forty bucks for a ticket or like eighty bucks? So yeah, my friend, he get the, he get. What's um, a due date shirt? Uh, new day. Uh, it's the three black guys. They um, they are like unicorns. Uh, they got unicorn horns. <laughs> what? It's a long story. We we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Give him hell, new day. <laughs> so if you wear a shirt, you get a discount or something? No, no, just because they're all black. So I got to support them. And they're like the number one um, selling product in the WWE. Really? Yeah, like they're like top selling. Okay. I guess based off the colors, like my kids love them. They got the New Day lunchbox. They got new the horns. New Day? Yeah, the New Day. New, the New Day. Yeah. TND. Yeah. <laughs> the New Day. Yeah. And But the the unicorn horns throw me off. Cause okay. The, um, one of them is a, is a gamer. 
Oh, they're so, like nerds. Yeah, so he's a one of them is, a, is like really, really big in gaming. Okay, so I think he's, I think he's calling himself a unicorn. They call themselves unicorns because they're three black guys. Because they're so unique. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three okay. guys came together. Yeah, three kind of black Woods, guys. Biggie, and Kingston. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got the unicorn horns. They're like the number one act in the WWE right now. Now, when they yeah, wrestle, dudes. I'm assuming they take off the horns when they start wrestling. Yeah, they got to take them off. They're illegal. Yeah. <laughs> they're, a foreign, they're a foreign object. <laughs> oh, the old foreign object. <laughs> they are the current and longest reigning WWE tag team champions. So they go three teams. Oh, the teams, I guess they rotate in and out. The new the new day defends the titles under the free bird rule with all three members being recognized as champions. Yep. Oh, because the free birds had three members? Yep. Uh, Tori Gordy. I'm yeah. PSA, the Jimmy Jam Garvin. Yeah, remember that. Freebirds. <laughs> yep. And the uh, one was bald and he wore a wig and used to make him upset to take it off. Yeah, Big Buddy, um, Big Buddy, um, was Buddy Rogers? Something like that. I don't even remember that. Yeah, he was on USWA. They were named WWE Wrestlers of the Year. Yep. All right. Also, one of the first trio to win the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Award for Tag Team of the Year and being wrestled as the best gimmick. Yep. Gotta so they went from being heels to faces in early 2016. Yeah. So it's like we're nerdy, but we can kick ass. Like you can't pick on us. Yeah, they're um, they're like a. You remember the D- D- Generation X? I I know I've heard of them. I don't. I didn't watch wrestling um, at that point. Okay, but um, I remember they had like the was that were they the suck it people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're like the black version of that, but okay. but really PG. Okay. So it's like safe for kids. I'm like, like touch it. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's, it's a real horn. Like you know, one one guy played the trombone. It's really really. He plays a trombone. <laughs> yeah. Does he does he wear a marching band outfit? Start the feud with the Dudley Boys. <laughs> yeah. So one of them plays a trombone. Kofi Kingston. He's at the high flyer and Big E. Um, like the real big guy. Yeah. And like so they 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 um Big E does like all these different gyrations and he dances and stuff like that. Right. And it, it, the, the more I explain this the, the more I realize it's, it sounds. Yeah. yeah it's, but but it's it's really really fun if you yeah. just take out the explanation. It's really really fun. You just got to enjoy it. Yeah. I that's that's my issue. I can't I can't lift that <laughs> judgment of it. When I was a kid I was into wrestling. That was the era of Hulk Hogan Andre Giant. I yeah. mean, everyone was into wrestling. Brother. Yeah. And at some point, you know, we all kind of outgrew it and then there was a point sometime in my 20s where i realized a lot of my friends were starting to watch wrestling again Mm -hmm. and i never got back into it like we all took a break for a few years and then they were starting to watch like monday night raw and all that shit oh yeah the monday night wars yeah like mid 90s or whatever it was uh, nitro um wcw monday night troll and um yeah yeah money yeah exactly it it was going head to head they called it the monday night wars and it would get together like it was a big thing like get together (laughs) like order a few pizzas and it was like every monday like a like a big deal. And yeah. I was like, you guys are gay. Yeah. In the meantime, I was watching Tuesday Night Fights on um, USA Network. Tuesday Night Boxing. Yeah. Tuesday Night Fights, USA Network. What happened to the USA Network? This is real fighting. I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> it's still real to me. <laughs> Damn, Damn it. No. So what made you decide comedy? Um, keep from killing your wife or dragging yeah. her out of bed. But uh, it, it, it kind of calmed me down a little bit. I always wanted to be a comedian um, growing up. Yeah. And um, do I, you I, still? Yeah, <laughs> to, to a degree. <laughs> Slight okay. pause. You know, it's yeah. just it's like the only the only hard part about comedy, honestly, what in the DC area is dealing with other comics. That ain't the only hard part, but okay. Like just yeah. just for just for me, there's you know, and then like the other stuff, I try to like 
I just feel like that's just part of the the job. Yeah, you know, but yeah. like dealing with people. Yeah, it is just the hard part for me because it's like different egos. And, yeah, and look at my resume, and I'm like, well, look I, at shows I'm doing. Yeah, and I'm like, and look at my resume, but I don't feel like show you my eh, all that. Ugh. But like, comedy, that. I think more so than a lot of professions, does allow you to be kind of the loner, mm-hmm. weirdo, whatever you want to be, and there is a place for that guy in comedy. Yeah, you know. There's a lot of those guys. It's just weird antisocial or socially awkward or just don't feel like not outgoing, you know, don't feel like talking to people. Yeah. There's a lot of people like that in comedy and it's kind of okay. Like if you're at your office and you never speak to anyone and go, <laughs> you know, stand in a corner by yourself, at some point someone's going to call you in like, what's up? Do you not like us around here? Yeah. You know, he's still in government secrets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's suspicious. He's selling them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's only, um, but, um, what was the one? Oh, yeah. So when I, when I was growing up, um, I couldn't watch Def Jam because I was growing up. I was raised with my grandparents. You, yeah, we talked about this once because you don't know any rap music. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't listen to rap From music. that era. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I just now I'm catching up. I'm almost no, caught it's up. It's just all yeah. Panda. Panda. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because after the shows, love. at the Draft House, we'll put on the class, Comcast classic rap station. Yeah, and he knows like, none of the songs. over here like you know, <laughs> rapping every word, and you're like, what song is this? Yeah, yeah. I'm shazamming yeah. everything. Yeah. Play Panda. <laughs> Panda. So, um... So I couldn't watch Def Jam, so I always watch Comedy Central. Yeah. And at the time when Comedy Central first started, they would play a lot of Gall- Gallagher. Yeah, yeah, I remember that era. Yeah. yeah. So I just watched Gallagher. Yeah. And I, thinking that, that you were supposed to smash fruit. Yeah, watermelon. Yeah. And so. Why that, is it that you drive on a parkway <laughs> and park, park on a driveway? On a driveway. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. The sledge of Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the whole whole crowd's waiting an hour for that moment. I was just amazed. The one, the one that uh, really took me, and I was like, "This is what I want to do." Um, is the one he did his whole set on roller skates. Oh, I remember. That. <laughs> and yeah. I, I don't know. If it was, I don't know if it's called Back to the Sixties, whatever. It was like the big couch. And he was I remember ro- that the giant couch. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he jump on that couch like a trampoline at one point? Yeah, he used yeah. it. Yeah, you got to use it if you have that couch. You got to use <laughs> yeah. it. You got it. That, that cannot just be yeah. unacknowledged. <laughs> There's a big couch with cushions and everything. I'm like, who made that couch? Like, that's a big couch. Yeah, he jumped on like a trampoline. I remember that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it went from that, and then I kind of moved in. I kind of moved back in with my mom. Right. After that, that's when I stumbled upon Comic View on uh, BT. <laughs> and that's when I got the nitty gritty of, like, right. You know, the other, like, not so much Def Jam, but close enough to get the gist. Yeah, no one's on roller skates. Yeah, no, no, no roller skates. Sure. Yeah. It, it was just like, you know. <laughs> yeah, we went into the bathroom. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> How many of y'all drove your car here today? It was like, yes, Bert. I have, Ricky Smiley. <laughs> so, Lil Durrell, when I saw Lil Durrell for the first time, uh, DL, when he fun the first, won the first, was it DL or Cedric? DL was the first host, I think. Yeah, and, and then was, it went to Cedric, right? Cedric got, yeah, yeah when he won. Yeah, it was DL, then it was Cedric. Yeah. Cedric, uh, DL was the host for a few years. Some more did once. Mm-hmm. Before they started doing that, yeah. having a winner who then would host the next year. Gary Owen did one. Um, I think Bruce Bruce or Lavelle, one of them. Yeah. Both, both Bruce, of them Bruce did host once. Yeah. And he, used to, he used to come out dancing with the girls like a like a uh, variety show. How many times have Bruce Bruce and Lavelle Crawford been confused for one another? <laughs> all the time. Well, all the not time. now because uh, Lavelle's. Of Lavelle lost Lavelle. weight. Yeah, well, he just lost it, though. Yeah, he looks bad, too. He don't look good. Well, yeah. you know, well, you got to firm up his ass. Why don't you email him? Lavelle, you got to do this nine days a week, Lavelle. I don't think nobody really under, um, really understand when you get the surgery, like, 
it it changes you because like when you lose the weight with the surgery, yeah, it morphs you into like a, a raisin. It doesn't, yeah, because all the lines in your face come out, yeah. and all the skin is hanging. Because then they have skin removal surgery. You gotta have multiple surgeries. They have that shit too. Yeah, and I'm sure the moment when you have the stomach surgery, the moment you wake up, there's like some fucking salesman next to you, be like, <laughs> "Hey, uh, hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, nice, nice, uh, nice surgery. Listen, I take skin off." <laughs> and he's just like a, he's just there to make a deal with you do a chin take you start getting emails yeah like, hey uh what do you say uh you know after about six months when you get all this extra skin give me a call you don't need that and then they sell you on the skin removal yeah because you don't you don't want to have all this extra it's kind of that's weird well, to be like too. 180 pounds and then have all this skin hanging on you yeah so then you got to get that surgery yeah, and then hope you don't gain it back because that happens sometimes. Yeah, and then you got all this new skin, you got <laughs> new extra stretched out skin. <laughs> well, who looks worse, him or um, Eddie Long? You see Eddie Long? Eddie Long. Eddie Long looks unhealthy. <laughs> Didn't he lose a bunch of weight? Yeah, yeah. Bishop bunch. Eddie Long took what? his hair, took the wig off his head. Looks like a crackhead. AIDS. Google oh. the picture. AIDS. <laughs> you think he got AIDS? Maybe AIDS diet. How do I get that kind of ass? <laughs> get AIDS. AIDS. Try AIDS. Have you tried AIDS? <laughs> one day a week. Oh, yeah, it's one day a week of AIDS. A little cocaine and some AIDS. <laughs> I just typed in Bishop Eddie Long into Google, and one of the second auto, actually the first autocomplete is Bishop Eddie Long sick. <laughs> his name with the word sick after it. Uh, so let's see. Bishop, it wasn't, I saw there was a picture of him like working out or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, he used to. Bishop he was, he was kind of yoked up. He's not anymore. Reveals shocking weight loss. Says he doesn't eat food from slave menu anymore. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it means he's not eating a, he's not eating a chitlins. Give him food, 54th. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give him breakfast, 54th. <laughs> he's all vegan. Bishop Eddie Long is the talk of the internet again. Well, I don't know about that. But this time it has nothing to do with young boys. Oh, okay. This This site is a gossip site. Mm-hmm. They're throwing shade at Bishop Eddie Long. It's yeah. over his shocking weight loss. Bishop Eddie Long debuted his new slim physique in a video posted on his Facebook account. According to Long, he gave up the honey biscuits and spicy chicken wings <laughs> from Popeyes for a healthier lifestyle. Eddie Long says his previous way of eating was from the, quote, slave menu and urges others to follow him and do the same. I said to my congregation that I'm going to live to be 100 years old, maybe add a few more years. But you know what? I wasn't going to get there by stopping by Popeyes. That was my weakness. The biscuits with honey and chicken wangs, spicy, and all yeah, of that. Yeah, you eating them every day, you fat bastard. Many of us are still eating from a slave menu. You need to check that out. Bishop Eddie Long added think, it. I don't think biscuits are off a slave I menu. I mean, it's just fried chicken. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. the gizzard. They don't sell gizzards. Yeah, yeah. They don't sell gizzards at Popeye's? No, no. They don't sell gizzards. Never have. Never have. Who was that? Churches? <laughs> or, or Feather and Fair? I don't think they call them gizzards. I think they just call them like thighs or I something. I think I just showed my neighborhood. Yeah, Feather and yeah. Norfolk, Virginia, we had a place called Feather and Fair, and they sell gizzards. They actually sell gizzards. Yeah. Fried, like, fried gizzards? Yeah, fried gizzards. That's off the slave. That's slave. <laughs> that's, that's slave. Like, you don't have to get the chicken. Like, let, me get, let me get 12 pieces of uh, gizzard. Fisher Long added that by eating a a raw vegetable diet, he was able to lower his blood pressure and has more energy. It's nothing wrong with a person eating right and losing weight, but if I have to look like Bishop Eddie Long to be healthy, I will stick with my greasy chicken wangs and buttermilk biscuits. (laughs) This is the author. Uh, So now they're already throwing shade. This guy, he's healthy. He's going to live to be 100. People are like, this guy looks like shit, man. But what did he get hit by a bus? It dies. He's That's true. (laughs) You could get hit by a bus. You have a healthy corpse, though. He wasn't... (laughs) 
healthy looking corpse. He wasn't really like fat before, was he? Like he was a no, little. He was just pudgy, a little big, and then he started working out. Yeah, he was on he was on that lift shit, He's you know, because he was he was texting boys in pictures, you know. Yeah, his, his yeah. lift pictures with the Kango. Trying to inspire people. Didn't That's he what he's trying to, to do. Dudes? He's just trying to inspire people yeah. by sending them pictures <laughs> with the Kango. <laughs> he got the Kango on. This one is flexing, just inspiring folks. People are asking Bishop, "What happened to all of you?" Well, part of me has melted away. That's what he said. Has it? Yeah. AIDS. Panda. <laughs> a lot of raw vegetables and a little bit of AIDS. Just a little bit is, uh, is sniff, my secret. I sniff a little cocaine with a celery stick. That's still, you know, <laughs> as much as uh, as much as people have become more tolerant of AIDS. That's still the first joke. Once someone <laughs> loses weight quickly yeah. out of nowhere, you're like, "Oh, he's got AIDS." Yeah, it has to. Probably got AIDS. Or, or cocaine. Yeah. He's on a cocaine. Or cocaine. Coke diet. He got diet. Coke. <laughs> got the, LA diet. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, okay, long added that he's currently on zero medication. His new diet consists of total raw vegetable, which makes him somewhat vegan. Well, that makes you all vegan. Yeah. Unless total it's not raw total. Vegetable is all vegan. <laughs> the word total. So you some slave. There's some butter in there or something. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could put some cheese on your broccoli, maybe. <laughs> Uh, despite his revamped diet, he wants everyone to know that he's on a spiritual medication. I'm on the medicine that God gave you to feed your immune system to build you up. He's got AIDS. You need that for AIDS. <laughs> you know what? If you, you really shit. want to move through this world and have influence, you got the monster. You got to be spiritual. <laughs> the monster. And you have to walk by his commandments. The monster. And you got have to Caesar. be healthy. He said. Yeah. He got the monster. He didn't go to the doctor. He got the monster. That's the weird thing. Like. People who are, are religious, like, because he's just said in his raw vegan diet, he's calling it, uh, like, you know, God, God's menu, the med- the medicine that God gave mm-hmm. me, right? He's got the monster. But what he also, someone, why are you referencing medicine? But he also <laughs> believes that God created all creatures. So those chickens you've been eating, isn't that on God's medicine menu? Is that not on his menu? What about cows? Is that raw? Or the, were, did the devil make chickens? Because I thought God made all creatures. The, the operative word in that is medicine. Yeah, I'm on the medicine I'm that the God medicine. gave you to feed what your you immune system. medicine for? Here's a full sentence. Why are you trying to feed your immune system? Feed your immune system AIDS. to build you up. <laughs> build you up. He got the monster, man. What's wrong with your immune system? HIV. I've never... I'm not even joking no more. This dude's got the monster. <laughs> my immune system... He's telling you. ...has never needed feeding. Like, yeah. I've never been hungry. No, my T-cells need. <laughs> <laughs> he's telling you he's got the vegetables. monster. This is sad now. Yeah. It's mostly vegan. It's a lot of uh, kale... <laughs> A little bit, you know, some salad and uh, some AZT pills. Yeah, pills. <laughs> Whatever I can get. Whatever I can get. Ooh. Whatever I can get. Poor, poor Eddie. Oh, it's sad now. I'm going to live to be 100, guys. No. <laughs> I like that. You believe me. You better me. go talk to Magic. You'll see, guys. You better go talk to Magic. Quit fucking around. I don't even get that Magic money no more. You got yeah, that Magic that's money. That's what it is. Yeah. Cause Magic, he, he I don't think he even crossed over to Asia. He still just has HIV. He, and he gained weight. Yeah, he gained weight. <laughs> gained yeah. weight, built an empire. <laughs> he just did a lot. Yeah, HIV. <laughs> yeah, better go talk to Magic. You know, he's he's leaving a legacy. <laughs> what, what you doing? He's living a normal life. <laughs> he's, he's living. Oh, Magic is way beyond normal. <laughs> he's living like he Magic's has life is Magic. <laughs> it has. Oh boy, mm. he's living his life like he has herpes. Where y'all at with the Olympics? Um, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's, it's over. over. It's almost over. Almost. I, I, I haven't really watched any of it. I just tried to just catch the highlights of the black girls. Black girl magic, man. Yeah, I just tried to catch the highlights of that. And yeah, I'm out of the loop on most yeah. of it. Obviously, the Ryan Lochte story. It's fucking. Good, I'm aware man. of. 
Mm. White privilege. Um, he earned it. Sort of. <laughs> you know born. what the, the funniest part of that whole story is? I didn't realize he's been to like four Olympics. He's got 12 medals. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. In the pool. Uh, here's the thing with Ryan Lochte. When he first told his story, clearly something happened they wanted to cover up. Yeah. Right? I thought, I immediately said, oh, they got caught in a whorehouse. Right. Whatever it was. <laughs> just say it. They just came up with a story. You're a wild boy. Just say it. I don't know. To cover it up. Right? <laughs> yeah. It was a dumb story. This whole, someone pulled a gun. But, the the purpose of the story was to cover up what they don't want known, yeah. right? That's the purpose. But even still, in his version of the story, he still had a little thing where he was like heroic. Yeah, his version of the story was like, yeah, that he made he made all he of put it. Put the gun in my face, told me to get down. I told him, no, nah, dude, said, whatever. You don't yeah. need me to sit down. Like, why'd you put that in there? Yeah. It has this completely irrelevant. Same same reason a bishop was talking about yeah. medicine and what about it? He was like, they put a, <laughs> he was like the guy, system. He, he, and he, he and he threw his teammates under the bus. He was like, he told us all to sit down. Those three sat down. I didn't sit down. <laughs> he put a gun to my head. I was like, Psh, whatever. I'm he should have gone all the way with it. He should have had the dude with the gun. Like, hey, are you? Are you Ryan Lochte? Like, you're like my favorite swimmer. That's what I disarmed him. Yeah. I used this Israeli jiu-jitsu move. He was like... I gave him an autograph. Michael Phelps is queer, man. You're my favorite. Like, you're the best. I locked him up and I had him on the ground and he looked at me and he said, aren't you Michael Phelps? Aren't you Ryan Lochte? No, I'm Ryan Lochte, bitch. Oh, you are. Asked for my autograph. I gave it to him. Then he put the gun to my head and took all my money. But, you know, we're cool. Like, why didn't you just go all the way and just have the guy like, oh, he blew me. Yeah, he got on his knees and sucked this dick. I got man. a hair job. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you put that in there? How small is, how insecure are you where even when you're lying about some shit to, just to cover it up, you still got to throw in that extra thing like, yeah, I didn't put a gun in my face. I didn't do shit. You know, you think a gun's going to scare me? No. I'm Ryan Lochte. <laughs> I'm going to go in the ocean and get all my fish friends. We're going to come get you, man. I'm like Aquaman. He he said at one time, like the day before, he was like, "I could have been, I could have been Michael Phelps if it hadn't been for Michael Phelps." Yeah, he could have. He could have like, been the second best swimmer. Yeah, beyond, beyond behind Mark Spitz. Yeah, I'm like, well, now we know why he's out there wilding out so much. Yeah, because <laughs> he's, he's tortured. He's, he's, he is. He's his, the Tito Jackson of swimming. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I mean, you up there? You're good. <laughs> He's a Jermaine Jackson of swimming. He's Ryan Locke Tito. <laughs> now, he's a Jermaine Jackson. One of the other dudes out there with him is Tito. Yeah. That's one of, them, one of them dudes that was with the guy him. That, the guy that sat down like a pussy. Yeah, that's Tito. Yeah. This fucking a, guy, man. Pulled out a did. gun. These fucking pussies sat <laughs> down. Such bullshit. And they're, and they're just steadily making excuses for him. Just steadily making excuses for him. Like, you motherfuckers. Mm. You he's a good kid, guys. Motherfuckers. In the meantime, Gabby Douglas, she doesn't put her hand over her heart and she's she's enemy of the state. Right. Come on, man. What's funny is I've seen like nine other pictures of other Olympians not putting their hands over their heart. Yeah, you have, haven't you? <laughs> and no one said it. It's, said it's a not, really, not a thing. It's not a custom. <laughs> it's not a thing. It's not. You don't have to do that. Look at the dream team from 92. They'll just stand there and look up. They just had the gold medals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. It's not a a thing. You just stand kind of... You don't even have to square off at attention. Just don't move around. Right. (laughs) I think think all of this really is just like another victim of the internet. Like back in the day, like you say, you brought up 92... I mean, yeah. they pro- people probably had opinions, but they just they just made, wrote their pen pal about even, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were they complained about, to whoever's we in the room. We were talking yeah. about that that it, it works out sometimes. And like uh, when I do was talking shit about about um, Simone's parents, mm. 
well, no, they're actually not her parents. You know, they're her adopted parents. Like, no, motherfucker, they're her parents. Yeah. Yeah, but they adopted her. That's how that works. Yeah, but they're her parents. <laughs> what does it matter? You know, so everybody on the internet's able to. This is what we were saying. It's like, remember, I used to sit in, a, sit in your living room watching a game. Yeah. And you'd be like, what the fuck is this announcer talking about? Yeah. Well, now you can tweet that <laughs> at, at the announcer. At him. <laughs> and he's checking his mentions. Yeah. And he's you coming can back tweet on that. You. What the fuck are you talking about? You can tweet that at somebody. I have. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, you can do that now. I mean, so it's good and it's bad at the same time. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like anything else. It's 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 like anything else. It's like magic and Harry Potter. There's magic's not evil. Yeah. It's the wielder of it who makes it evil or not. Yeah. The internet's not evil. It's the wielder of it who makes it evil or not. Yeah. So it, I mean, it gives you. More access. Look at Leslie Jones. She was able to parlay her access into going there, and and her fucking videos are funny, and Never. you know, and because <laughs> yeah, she just loves Twitter. She talks that shit. And, uh, <laughs> she's a beast, man. She's yeah. a beast, and she all she's doing is promoting herself. But I don't even think it's any type of thing of she's making an active decision to promote herself. I think she just likes doing this shit, yeah. and it paid. Yeah, she's all. Uh, she's and she's she's righteous with it. Well, who's gonna turn down? I mean, you're gonna. Well, you're definitely not gonna yeah. turn down no matter what. That's not a question. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think she's she's like okay, like it's a it's a concentrated effort with like a team and all that. Well, she no, but I think on NBC's part, it's like they definitely were she's like one we of gotta, our stars yeah, on we, SNL. We got to get her over there. Let's get her in the papers. Yeah. So it, it's all. I mean, it, it's all promotion yeah. on some level. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I'm not. I'm not saying that. But I mean, we know people who their whole. They owe a great chunks of their career to mapping out an internet strategy, right? Yeah. You know, like right, I gotta, right. I gotta do Brand. this and this and this on on the internet and stuff like that. Well, most people don't have a lot of product, so that's another <laughs> that's another story. But the internet, it is a product. What yeah. you put out on Twitter yeah, is it's, it's your, you know, it's content your is a product. Now she has a she has a product to sell, which is her. Yeah, you know, and and it's just a confluence of uh, things like people at NBC. Okay, so we send her there. She can push her. She can, she can push her. We have her. We advertising have her. She's advertising for advertising for us. Mm-hmm. She gets to get her name out there more. Gets to show the world more or less. It's good all around. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's, good. Good for, it's also good for them, especially after she d- just had that um, Twitter beef where she shut down her Twitter. Yeah, and come back. So that's like a good. Yeah, PR and then she move. come back. She come back strong. Yeah, you know, she came back strong. And the and the tweets are funny, man. It's funny because she cusses. Makes them sweep your ass off, you ass. In the presence of that's children. Funny. That shit. That shit is She's so. She's in the funny. presence of children. <laughs> yeah, but it's hilarious. What the fuck is this? <laughs> hilarious. She's kicking it children. Is, it is hilarious. <laughs> Beating the shit out of kids. <laughs> You know, I don't think I've, we've seen her beat the shit they out of They probably have that debriefing when she comes back. Like, Do you want to hit kids now? Read this pamphlet. Here's a pamphlet. Here's a here's a form for VA if you want to yeah. claim anything. Here's a form. I just People are still going after They're supporting this Lockie kid, but they're still going after the black athletes. They're still, they went yeah. after LeBron because he said it's great for his daughter to see you know, uh, black black girls doing stuff. So people went after. Oh, why do you have to divide the country, LeBron? <laughs> oh God! Why do you have to bring race into it? Can we got to bring race into it, LeBron? Why do you have to segregate stuff? I'm like we didn't segregate. We didn't start segregation. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, also, you need to ask yourself. He didn't, he didn't have to. 
He wanted to. Exactly. That's the point. Yeah. I want my daughters daughter to see, to see this. these. This. I want my daughter. You know, this is this That's is a good point, Andy. Desirable for me. <laughs> right. It, what, it, what's wrong? This is the they sort of if they back you into a corner with those statements. Like, why do you have to bring race into it? I desire bringing yeah. race into it. I chose to bring. Like, he's an idiot and just doesn't realize what he just did. <laughs> yeah. He knows what he did. He chose to bring up race because yeah. it's important to him. And it's it matters important. to it's important kids. To me. Yeah. It matters to his kids and other people's kids. Yeah. Yeah. So. What's wrong with bringing race into it? People like they say that as though that's an automatically bad thing. Right. Yeah. He brought race into it. My have dropped the mic. <laughs> you know, I made my point. Yeah. Well, well, why is that bad? You got to explain why that's a bad thing. Why is that wrong? Well, then it becomes nebulous thing of well, you're just trying to be divisive. Right. Right. You're Tearing divisive. people apart. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's already been done. Right. I'm yeah. trying to instill pride into somebody who who doesn't see faces that look like her anywhere. And when they do, they're being denigrated. So well, also, now, now I'm going to be able to show you. So not only are they great athletes, they're also smart and they're sweet kids. Right. Yeah. You I, know, I put up a video where um, they did a Facebook Live, the whole um, Olympic team, whatever. Yeah. The, um, the gymnastics team. Yeah. And like, I didn't realize how young they really were. They're kids. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're like, like they're they're little kids. babies. And yeah. one of them, it was like. The oldest is 22. <laughs> like, what's your, um, it was answering questions. And one of them, I think, um, Simone. They were like, what's your favorite food? Because, you know, it was a Facebook live, so people would send them yeah. questions. And like, pizza! Yeah. they like, yeah, we love pizza! They said it just like kids. I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah. these are like little they're girls. Kids, I like, uh, <laughs> like pescetti. Yeah, they're kids, man. Not caviar, not, not yeah. lobster. Like, yeah. pizza! Yeah. I love pizza! How do you eat that filet mignon, son? <laughs> I like cocoa crispy. Yeah, I'm going to go know? eat my Fruit Loops to they keep brought, going. They brought um, <laughs> Zac Efron in. They, they fell out like little girls. Yeah. yeah. You know, they talk she, like she's a kids. huge fan of Zac Efron, so they they flew him over, and he well, hey girls, oh, they went crazy. <laughs> Zac you know, Efron's they, here. They, they <laughs> talk like little babies. <laughs> Even a twenty-two year old, I mean, they're they're kids. Give they me spend, the poster. They spend all their time in the gym. Right. Yeah. They're kids. Yeah, like wait till they get out into the world and see all the changes since yeah, they last right? saw everything. <laughs> they just walk out like they've been in jail for ten years. <laughs> Which is funny. You ever seen like where the gyms they work out in is like in the deep dark parts of the woods? Yeah, they're yeah. like <laughs> yeah, because they want to keep them away. Built into yeah. a mountain. Yeah, yeah. It's like going to training camp. Lots boxing, changed like, since I was here. Ali's training camp, in Pennsylvania. They're like Mike, <laughs> Mike Tyson, they got a jury curl no more. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Tyson, they got an S curl. Like somebody Brooks wrote, a, somebody wrote an article. Somebody wrote an article. I posted it. Wrote an article about how the, how does Simone jump so high? And like, well, the, the floor is springy. Duh. Fucking, <laughs> I said that's. I'm like, I noticed Jelani Cobb on Black Twitter, just Twitter. Jelani Cobb was like, "Are they changing out the floor just for her?" <laughs> I said the same thing. I was like, "Come on, man!" That's the first thing I thought was like. Isn't everybody on the same floor, or is it just a special Simone <laughs> they Biles wheel, floor? They wheel in her own floor. The big floor. They just yeah. wheel it out, the big floor. It's very floor. personal. It's like your gloves and boxing. <laughs> yeah, right. You get, right. You, get sort you get of to pick your floor. To, you get to get down, yeah. jump on it a few times. Like, yeah, the floor has sp- – first of all, you can hear the springs. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one, number one. Number two, the floor has springs in it, so they don't blow their knees, hips, and backs right. out hmm. when they land off these high-ass <laughs> flips. Yeah, Why that, else would they have them? That one dude already snapped his leg in half right. off the vault like right. that shit happens yeah so yeah. come on man that's and even what with it, the springy floor they all get like knee and hips yeah they're when taking they're like trembling shot every time they come down come yeah. on man don't be stupid <laughs> well you know because she's black um they, <laughs> they put well, extra it seems, yeah well there you go well she, first springs. of all she has that extra muscle yeah. that yeah. all black people have 
<laughs> this nebulous extra muscle that no one knows where it's at. Black it's people extra. and like the Charlotte Hornets mascot. Right. Yeah, this <laughs> extra like, muscle. Yeah. <laughs> they should just have those trampolines up there. Right. They like, just jump on that. She should dunk a basketball while she's flipping and then comes down and sticks to landing. Yeah. Like a halftime show. Yeah. yeah. Then today I had the Leslie Jones uh, TV. I was, I turned, it said, it said wrestling and taekwondo. Girls wrestling. No, it's just I haven't watched the girls wrestling, which is pretty good actually. It was just wrestling in Taekwondo. I'm flipping the channels. Rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah, we got ri- we got like, ribbons. What the fuck is? <laughs> I'm gonna throw the ball up and do Playing a forward with roll. The ball. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Why am I watching this? Yeah. I had to Leslie Jones it. If I said, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you have a ball. You have to roll out the the Kia 900. Right. <laughs> and put up a basketball hoop. Right. 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 They show should do some, it like a dunk contest. Show me something. So like Simone Biles. The girl's doing flips all the like, way back. I got a daughter who's got balls. I've seen this. Yeah. yeah. Two or three flips. <laughs> Jump over the car, two or three flips while going over the car, throw it down, and then and it comes down and sticks the landing. Perfect. Everyone should have a prop. They should have like the dunk contest. You gotta have Kenita Jet Smith doing the commentary too. Right. Just saying, oh it's over. It's, it's over. Good night. Ryan Lackey apologized. What's the apology? I didn't handle myself very well. Uh, I want to apologize for my behavior last weekend for not being more careful and candid in how I described the events of that early morning. <laughs> you weren't careful nor candid, dude. You lied. Well, okay, someone so. did use a gun to get money from him. That's only after they fucked up the gas station. Yeah. Gas stations that had guards. What gas stations here have guards? That's how you know Rio's fucked up, by the way. They Mr. Lockty did not. Mr. Lock, excuse me, Locked. How is his name said? Lockty. I don't Lockty. know. Lockty. I'm still signing yeah. it out. Mr. It's, <laughs> it's the word lock with a T after it. Mr. Lockty did not give a full account of what happened during the episode or explain the ways in which his earlier depictions of events were inaccurate, but he insisted that a gun was pointed at him and that he was forced to hand over money. And I said, fuck you, gun. It's traumatic. <laughs> it's traumatic to be out late with your friends in a foreign country with a language barrier so traumatic that we had to pee on the side of the building that's not what happened no actually he didn't say that but yeah, they did he should have i mean that's not what happened that it wasn't because it was what well, videos out now so. well they, yeah. kicked, they kicked the doors in they, 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 they pissed on the walls they stole shit <laughs> just being dicks that, that frat boy shit uh there Jesus. Was, there's a restaurant that have like three or four locations around here called anita's anita's is a mexican or like a Tex-Mex restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was one in, in Vienna near Wiseacres. Yeah. You just go down 123 and it's right there. They used to be open 24 hours. Sit down place. You can get a, a real burrito, good food. Um, and, you know, pretty quiet too. It wasn't like a... But sometimes if you were there later after last call, you'd have some drunk people, some frat boys and shit like that. Yeah. And then one day we went to Anita's and Anita's was no longer open. Okay. Overnight, and we were like, "That's fucked up." They're close. like, we're walking up to the front, like, oh man, that's fucked up. Why, why the fuck? Why would they do that? As we get to the front door, there's like three dudes standing at the front door, pissing on it. <laughs> three drunk frat boys, and we're like, "Oh, that's why. That's why they can't be open because these guys are the customers now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These fucking assholes who decide, well, I want a burrito. Fuck this place and just piss all over it." <laughs> Like what's the point of that? So guys like this ruin shit for everyone. Frat boys ruin it for all men. They do. <laughs> they do. It's traumatic to be out late with your friends in a foreign country Should with a language barrier, have a stranger point a gun at you and demand money to let you leave. 
It's, that's not quite what was happening. Well, was that's it? what the video says. It's, now, was if it? that happened, it's because of what they did. You did something wrong. You think you could just get away with that, like with impunity? Like, yeah, yes, we, they did think you should have seen all the other shit we pissed on in Rio. <laughs> we that. pissed all over Rio. No one asked for money. <laughs> shit. Mister Lockie's teammates said that he was drunk. Oh, now they're turning on each other. He'll turn. That he was <laughs> drunk and disorderly, had damaged property, and was in need of calming down as he discussed the situation with an armed security guard. Two of the swimmers. Gunner Bentz and Jack Conger, such fratty names, described public urination, vandalism, and other drunk antics by the swimmers. In his testimony, Mr. Bentz said that the situation spiraled out of control. Shortly after the swimmers left the party in a taxi early Sunday and stopped at a gas station to use a restroom. I got pissed, there, man. Me too. Men urinated around <laughs> the bushes right and Mr. Lockheed damaged a sign according to police description. I got a piss too, but I got to break some shit too. <laughs> the police said a bathroom door side. and a soap dispenser had also been damaged. Soap was dirty anyway. <laughs> All that French wine, man. I got to piss. You, you got to piss? I got to piss, DJ man. came through who was passing by said he interpreted for the swimmers because none of them spoke Portuguese in an effort to prevent the situation from escalating. There was a moment when they tried to escape and that's when security guards stopped them so they were just like fuck this let's go but the thing is they're powerless on land right <laughs> they're extremely slow they can't if there was water they'd be out they would have gotten away with it they would have pissed in the water but now they they can't run away from a, a regular Brazilian dude. He's gonna, <laughs> at he's no, moment, run down, at no moment did anyone brush up against them. And when employees of the gas station discussed calling the police, here's where it gets fun. The swimmers pleaded with them not to do so. They were saying, please, please, please come no, on, bro. please. Went out like bro, bitches. Bro, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Be cool. Come on, man. Be cool. Come on. Hey, how much you want? How much you want, bro? Come on. I got some cocaine. <laughs> I got the coke. I know it's a great party at the French house, bro. <laughs> the swimmers then handed over Brazilian American currency totaling about $50. So he I got, gave the bro. money to a security guard who then passed the gas station point. Come on, bro. So I, I talked got, to him and they, then he said, that's okay, bye-bye. I got a gold medal for you. How about I retweet you once or twice? You'll get some followers, bro. <laughs> I'll add you, add you on Snapchat. Come on. Hey, let's have a... All right, let's, you guess how long I'm going to hold my breath. If you win, I'll give you $50. <laughs> go. Six minutes? Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Mr. Ben said that the swimmers tried to leave the station having sense they can get into trouble after employees witnessed their behavior, but two men with guns, security guards at the gas station, approached the car, brandished their weapons, and prevented them from leaving. I'm not sitting down, bro. Also included Jimmy Fegan, then got out of the car. Just like John Wayne, bro. After being told by the gun-willing guards to sit down, Ryan got him and began talking to them. At that point, he asked Ryan to calm down and sit down again. <laughs> I would not be quiet. I'll do then, what I want, bro. You know where I'm from? <laughs> I'm white. I'm 32 and white. I'm a kid. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Me and my, I'm making some friends back here. We're going to fuck you up, bro. We're going to do it, man. Hashtag, okay. hashtag Trump for president. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, he don't even he don't even exist in a world where politics is even happening. He doesn't yeah. know. He wouldn't even think to say Trump for president. He has no idea what's going on beyond uh, get in the pool, bro. Get out of the pool. <laughs> hey, hey, Phelps, look, I made a promise last night. That I kicked him gonna, out of USA Swimming. You were going to sign some shit for a kid. That's how I got out of a jam. Can you sign this for me, <laughs> yeah. Phelps? Come on, bro. I'd kick him out of USA Swimming. I'm dead ass serious. I think he's buddy. out. He's probably I'm aged dead, out I'm anyway. dead serious. I would kick him out of USA Swimming. They're like him young anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's I, would, I wouldn't let him because you you went over here representing our country. Yeah, and this is how you act. And you didn't put your. I hand can't over send your arm. you anywhere. Right <laughs> now, you just told me you just you just proved to me that I can't send you anywhere. We could do like the. And I'm sure this ain't the first time. Do like the Dallas Cowboys and just have a chaperone like Des Bryant. Just have yeah. a dude. Yeah, you ain't that good. Some dude like like Puffy had the dude in the house. Right. You know the the guy on the whatever that making the band that yeah. season oh, yeah. was the guy that was just there. You gotta have a. a a den mother. For yeah, I got to send somebody around with your stupid ass. I don't got time for that. 
I got time for that. You're you're done. Get your shit and get out. We, 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 There's we, another kid coming behind you who's just as yeah. good. And he's and he's ten. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. We can he mold him. He just wants him. pizza. That's all yeah. he wants. He just we wants can mold pizza. his ass. He'll go back to the room when he's done. He still it, pisses yeah. in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not pissing on walls yet. Imagine imagine that this was members of the dream team. Right. That was Charles Barkley. Well, Bar- Barkley threw the elbow, yeah. and uh, that was a huge deal. But they were getting shit because they they fell up into a whorehouse on accident. Right. <laughs> I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> which it's fine. It's legal. There's nothing you can really say. They Sparks were getting alone, shit though. because they were winning by too much. Yeah, that was a real thing. Like one sixty three yeah. to twenty. It's not <laughs> yeah. right. It was like a high school girls basketball score. Right. When like right. you play the good team. Yeah, the, the good, good team, team comes in and beats somebody by like hundred yeah. points. We got double digits. They try to mercy rule. They try to mercy rule the, the girls. Yeah. Look, I've got all my second string in. What do you mean to do? Tell them not to score? <laughs> Take five passes before you shoot, girls. Four corners in the second quarter? Come on. I haven't even watched any of the Olympic basketball games. I just, Me either. I just wasn't I've just been it. catching the highlights. I'm just not interested. They, got, they had a couple close games where they kind of fucked around. Yeah. And then I think they're going to – they're for, for focused again probably. Yeah. Yeah, well, it started getting real all of a sudden that uh, yeah, they could th- lose this. Yeah. Because I think the gold medal game is, what, tomorrow? It's got to be. Yes. The gold medal Sunday, game is tomorrow. tomorrow or Sunday. Yeah. Sunday's the last day. Oh. Yesterday was the last day when this podcast goes up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're that playing Australia? They should make the, the swimmers that are still there, should make them swim back. <laughs> Just swim. You can swim from fucking Brazil. Just but, but aren't they supposed to stay on Olympic Village anyway? No, you can no, go out. You can go in and out. You can go out. They tell you don't go out because it's it's wild out there. Yeah. And then so when the shit first happened, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, they, they he went they out probably there. Probably got robbed. He got got. It yeah. ain't that wild." And then come to find out, like Carmelo Anthony went to a favela. Mm-hmm. Him and some boys just went up to a favela. He didn't take no guards with him. He just went to a favela. So right. I texted Andre. He's from West Baltimore, though. Yeah, yeah. that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> "I'm from Baltimore, man. It's nothing for me." It's nothing. I texted. I texted my man Andre. I used to work with. He's from. He's from Brazil. I said, "Tell me about the favelas, man." He was like, "Oh yeah, I saw that." He said, "There's a lot of places you can go where uh, you just gotta know. It's like going to the hood. You just gotta <laughs> know where to go. If you know where to go, you're fine. Plus." I mean, they're not going to jump on him. He's, right. He's, what's, what's that would be is. bad for everybody involved. Even if you are coming, you jump, it's bad. And he's fucking 6, six 11, 6, 12, what, 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 what's, Bal- what, what's Baltimore tattooed on his chest? Yeah. <laughs> so he had pictures of him just kind of hanging on the floor because he was like, I just want to go. I just want to go. Talk to the people in the hood, you know. In the meantime, he's got West Baltimore. Lotke's pissing on shit. <laughs> he's got West Baltimore as a WB and a Warner Brothers style logo. Yeah, he's silly about that place. Yeah. It's, it's like ah, West Baltimore. That's yeah. easy. Like, yeah. It's nothing to him. It's yeah. fucking cartoons. Yeah, you know. So he's probably a pretty tough guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and now yeah. here comes this child of privilege, Lotke. Right. Pissing on shit. That's just it's a classic that, move. That's just fucking. You're pissing on shit. It's a classic move. What the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck this place, man. I'm gonna piss all over, man. The, the world. The, the world is my toilet. What's the problem? Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, the guy was like, "Use the bathroom." They're like, no. Yeah. And then they were like, "We're gonna destroy your bathroom." Why well, are you kicking my bathroom door in? You didn't I need some money for that. Yeah. You didn't want to use the bathroom. Why are you pissing outside? Why are you asking me to pay for your broken door, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Two guards at a fucking shell station. Yeah. That's how you know how shady Brazil is. Right. Two armed guards at a gas station. Right. Which Lockie and his boys probably didn't didn't anticipate armed guards showing up at, you know, Wawa or wherever they were. Yeah. 
<laughs> are you serious right now, bro? You got guards? <laughs> Come on, bro. Be cool. Is be cool, are bro. Are you serious right now? Be cool. Because you ever notice show. how fast these fucking frat, fratty douchebags turn when authority shows up yeah <laughs> how fast they turn not come on my, come on come on bro be my cool. dad's a lawyer come on bro be cool be not cool, ryan lochte he fucking got up in the face of that gunman <laughs> yo yeah, yeah man hey suck my dick gunman i put the gun right on my forehead and said if you go pull the trigger pull the trigger <laughs> yeah you know what give me the gun i'll shoot myself i'll shoot my damn self give me the gun i'll do it i ain't scared to die i'll do it <laughs> good idiots rio i'll do it and then just the uh, the, um, I mean just the, just the white blanket of protection over them, is I'm just saying if it was any black athlete, yeah, yeah. it would be fucking. Oh, it was a, a track star. Uh, if, it was, if, if it was the men's relay team, oh they four be fucking, dudes, all, be, that, all that work. First of all, fucking, why, they got sent home. It, first of all, their story would they would have told a way different lie yeah. than that, uh, because you, they're not going to say I stood up to a guy with a gun because yeah. they never get shit on just for that alone. Yeah, like, yeah. you didn't yeah. you didn't comply with authority. Yeah, <laughs> you know, here you go, not applying authority. You won't do it in the United States. Yeah. You won't do it in Rio. It's you're, like your animals. It's like what happens when <laughs> basketball players like nothing good happens after two a.m. Guys, why <laughs> are you shit out? happens? The two Why are you out there? The only thing that's open is pancakes and legs. A lot of good shit happens at the 2 a.m. I'm up late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up late a lot. You got to stay. You got You should be staying in your room and studying game plans. <laughs> study the game. Study the film. Yeah, yeah, study the film. Study the film. That's what you should be doing. Study the film of your, of your relay race. That's what you should be doing. These guys aren't focused. Yeah, they'd be getting, they'd be getting roasted yep. if it was the relay team. Completely if, roasted. If that would have happened and they lost the relay race the next night, yeah. <laughs> like, right? I can't believe. I this can't is believe. what happens. You're up late. I mean, Lockie's getting roasted, but yeah. people initially were like, "Yeah, boys will be boys." Yeah, you know, he's a it. kid. Let the kids be kids. Yeah, he's like a, he's 32. He's 32 year old child. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even like pizza anymore. Oh, which oh, is 17. Jesus. Which is 17 in white years. Well, we got a story. It's a follow up story. <laughs> we got a, Here this, we go. We're hour 23. Yeah, this is a quick follow up. Yeah. Um, on Lockie? No, the officer that shot uh, Philando. Right. Back at work. Oh, this is a classic Friday night late uh, news dump? Mm-hmm. Okay. St. Anthony Police Chief Defender's officer who shot and killed a black man during a traffic stop is level-headed and skilled in the interview with the Associated <laughs> Press. Using his first public comments about the line, said to paint the contrasting picture of the officer showing screaming expletives while pointing his gun at the dying man in live stream footage of the shooting's aftermath. St. Anthony Police Officer Euronimo Yanez fatally shot 32-year-old Philando Castillo during a traffic stop, Castillo's girlfriend. A month later, Yanez was about to return to work for the first time Wednesday. Yanez will perform death duties now that administrative work until the investigation is completed and changing decisions are made. I guess they just put him on desk. Yeah, because I guess his administrative leave is over. But they're still investigating. Is that... Well, I don't know what's left. Mangsik also wouldn't say whether he thinks his officer should be charged or exonerated in the case, but he said the 28-year-old Yanez, who is Latino, yeah, we figured that out, has had a sterling reputation in St. Anthony's police ranks since joining the force in 2011. The chief described Yanez as energetic and intelligent, a skilled officer whom chose to join the department's special crime prevention unit. Okay, now, in that video, did it seem like he was, and I'm quoting here, energetic Okay. He was he was shook in that did video. Did he seem intelligent and did he seem skilled? 
It's after you shoot someone. I, don't, I think a lot of that goes out the window. The, <laughs> the point is before the shot. Which he we has didn't a see real sound ability when it comes to communicating and relating to people. He showed me that he could shine in that public eye. Um, Perhaps, maybe. What are you talking about? Maybe they'll let him keep his job, but he's barred from ever pulling anyone over. You know, he just can't do that anymore. I told him not to reach for it. I told him to get his hand off. He screamed. This, the chief called Yana's reaction common in a high-stress situation. Common, why is it stressful? You shot a man to death. But why is he stressed? There was no reason to be stressed. He just pulled someone over, and the guy was like, oh, by the way, I, I got a gun, and he's like, let yeah. me get that, and like, I'll get you my license registration. Let me give you my license registration. That happens all the time. Yeah. The, why is he filled with fear and stress? That That's fast. the issue. He's got, he's got that in his head already, and thus everything is going to add to his stress. Scrutiny, the scrutiny of the department has eventually revealed that uh, Mangseth's department has disproportionately arrested, uh, disproportionately arrested African Americans, while just 7% of the Minneapolis, St. Paul metropolitan area is black. Nearly half of the St. Anthony police arrests in the first half of 2016 were of black people. He called those arrest rates a societal issue. Ah, oh, of course. That extends far beyond law enforcement. It's, it's the society. It's not his. His his force, right? They don't target. That's just who they happen to. That's who happens to be breaking the laws. The chief said he spoke to Yanis a handful of times when he was on a mistrain. Me, the chief said he made sure to offer counseling or psychological services. <laughs> counseling for him? Don't hit your wife. <laughs> don't hit your wife. He's a man. <laughs> he's con- he's don't, concerned. Don't shoot anybody. He's concerned for his future and the future of his family. <laughs> he should be right. <laughs> The this is putting his family front and center. I mentioned not to mention the nation. Future that he has. Yeah, the future that is there for you. Right. Because no one shot you to death. Right. On camera. Facebook. He's, uh, he's working on his book. No one right shot now. you to death. Well, that's a shitty way to get out of this podcast, huh? Once again, to a reminder, as we talk <laughs> about the Baltimore PD Maybe just last we week. Just, how about we just don't check Facebook while we record? <laughs> we may have to stop doing that. Uh, just I, a I, moratorium. I looked at Twitter. Get one of those Dave Chappelle uh, pouches that disables your phone yeah. while he's performing, so you can't check. Yeah, it. I looked at Twitter. That's where I saw it on Twitter. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Late Friday night news dump. Yeah. Back to work. They're not even going to bring charges against him. That's what that's telling me. He's going to sign an evidence from now on. Yeah. He's going to be a gate guarded. Only for a minute. Pro, it's not for long. Jail. Not for long. He'll be, he'll be back out on the street soon. Hey, someone's got to mop the floors at the police station. <laughs> he'll be back on the street soon, though. This is maybe, a, I would say, he'll be on death duty probably for a month. Did they even show a picture of him? Yeah. He's a little, little Mexican dude. He's small. In the picture, he's a small little dude, which I'm sure played a lot in the, into, into his fears. Yeah. Also, Philando, skinny dude, sitting down in Mind a car. His, he's got a gun, though. Minding his business. He's about to pull it out. Gun <laughs> his license of registration? All Philando had to do to get through this was not say he had a gun. Right. No. That's all he had to do. Not do what the law tells you to do. That's what he had to do. I'm a not mo- say I have a gun. I remember one time I got Just pulled pull over. Just pull your license out. I got pulled over, and my license was in like the crease between like the seat and the console. Yeah, yeah. And um, and the, the office was real aggressive. Whatever he had called for backup for some odd reason. I guess was it, this after you went to Iraq? Oh, this was before. Oh. I was like 19 years old, <laughs> and um, I had a uh, white Mercury Cougar. Yeah, uh, Corinthian leather seats. 
<laughs> what kind of system did you have in that thing? Did you oh, have a couple of twelves in the back. Yo, two tens. Two tens. Okay. Watt amp. Not bad. Not bad. Um, um, I had that. I had that in my hundred. <laughs> two tens with hundred watt amp. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, cross. Um, yeah, I'm crossed over. Oh, uh, crossover. Yeah. And I had a ten to CD changer. Okay. And um, uh, did you have? So you had the, but you had like a couple six by nines also, and a couple tweeters, and no, I had all that. Just had I had 10. two six by two six by nines and two tens, and the and sub boxes crossed over. Mm-hmm. I just had I just had the big speaker in the back so I could put my groceries in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you didn't want to go all out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you already got Corinthian leather. I mean, how much mine circuits are you got? I was killing the game. Yeah. And I had the windows. Yeah. And so um, so you asked for my license, and I was like, uh, I, I saw where it was at, and I was like, I'm not about to go into this crease to get this license. I was like, I don't have a license. <laughs> I just don't have just one. just told me why. I don't have it. Yeah. You know, he was like, well, give me a social security number, give me a social security number, whatever. Because that used to be your license number in Virginia years yeah. ago. It was your social, yeah. And so, you know, I, I did that, gave my social. He was like, you know, uh, he looked and he was like, yeah, you got this nice car. I know you sell drugs. And he, he said went, that to you? <laughs> yeah. Went to the car, you know, said everything was straight after about 30 minutes. But he made me go to court. So with the court, I had to do to show my the, the judge my license. And he threw that ticket out. But I still had to pay the speed ticket. Mm. Um, he but said, "I know you sell drugs." He looked. He looked at my car. Was like, "This is a nice car. I know you sell drugs." <laughs> well, then why didn't he bust you for it? Yeah, well, why are you going to bust He's, me for it? If he drugs? knows it, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's an open and shut case right yeah. there. <laughs> this dude, he just he missed out. His, his quotas could have been he had increased. you. Yeah, he know. I mean, he knew this was the big bus, and he yeah. missed it. Right. <laughs> he, he pulls you out. He searches you. He finds your drugs. He was a dirty cop. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're going to get out on Dirty Cops once yeah. again. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm bad. It happens. It is what it is. We just have to wrap up. How long have we been on? Uh, hour 30. All right, let's bring it home. Point. Listen, people, um, this may be our only podcast for this week. Probably. Uh, it's going to be up to Andy. If not, I, we will see you guys on Monday. We want to thank old Mike B for sitting in with us. We may have to. We will be having Mike back. I think he passed the audition yes. process. Yeah, this my dream has come true. Got to bring him back for uh, a full go round with us. The full two show go round. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff we didn't get to today. Yeah. You know how we do. We had to listen to Mike tell his tale. Mike tales. Yeah, Mike tales. <laughs> Mike tales. There's plenty of those. And uh, <laughs> give me your give me your stuff. Uh, you can f- um, follow me on Twitter, um, Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. All of that is O L M I K E B seven five seven. Um, and also, you go on my website, which is www.olmikeb.com. And also on Facebook, it's Mike. Old Mike B. Brown. Yeah. Because you got the nickname in the middle. Yeah, some people think my nickname is African. It's my African middle name. They, they, yeah. they, don't, they can't figure out the old Mike B. part? No, they were like, it's Oba Cape. <laughs> Oba Cape. <laughs> Nigerian? Yeah. Is that where you're from? He's Mike, really old Mike B. Brown. Yeah. yeah. So Oba Cape? Yeah. Y'all get at uh, it's a great, Mike Brown. exotic name. I'm going to name Do we Mike get any emails? We got no emails. Oh, Usually when we get them, we'll get them like on Friday guys, or Saturday. You guys are falling. Yeah, that's true. And that's uh, true. So today's Friday, did. so we might and get a couple I know James said he was going to write me an email. Yeah, we'll save that for next uh, week. So we'll be coming back with you guys uh, next week. We want to thank you guys for listening. And as always, um, I don't really know if I have anything coming. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just thinking about this trip. I'll, I'll yeah. talk about it when we get back. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh-huh. you'll probably post pictures. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll, post, I'll be posting some pictures, I'm sure. When are you getting back? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Oh, yeah. You'll, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll post some pictures. pictures. I'll post some pictures, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Andy, you got anything? Uh, nothing big. No? Nothing big, no. Well, you guys come on back. Um, I don't know. Next week? Come back next week next sometime. Week. Yeah. Check Thursday just in case, but if not, just come back Monday. We'll be here. Yeah, I've already you. filled up my tomorrow with stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be here. We'll yeah. definitely be here for you guys. So, look. We are out. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. What's your name, man? Uh. 
Mike Old Mike B. Brown. There you go. Mike <laughs> Old Mike B. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and we are three guys on, and we are out.